So when he gets overexcited, <laughs> a little too much power. No, that never happens. <laughs> then I swoop in and go, wait a minute, put the brakes on this and talk about it and think about it. And, and because he has to live with me, being a typically passive aggressive <laughs> kind of person, you know, who will threaten to maybe poison the beans or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, he capitulates. <laughs> okay, so he'll, he'll listen to Poison the beans. <laughs> hey, Warners, welcome to another episode of The Women Your Mother Warns You About. I'm Gina Tremarco. And I'm Rachel Pitts. And we are... The, the women, women your, your mother, mother warned you about. about. We are here at the Sales Gravy Studio, which we never get a chance to actually be here together, even though we live in the same town. True. Here we are in this studio at Sales Gravy because Sales Gravy is our sponsor and we love them. And you know what? You know who's really behind being the sponsor of Sales Gravy is the woman who pays the bill for that podcast, which is Carrie Martinez, the CFO of Sales Gravy. Welcome to our show, Carrie. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> We're so glad to have you. We know how excited you are to be on this podcast because CFOs are the type of personality that they can't wait to be in the spotlight. Am I right? So excited. <laughs> we appreciate you. We appreciate you writing the checks and being here today, You're even welcome. though it's probably not your favorite moment, but we're excited to learn more about you and how what your role is with Sales Gravy and how you make everything work so well. Yeah. In five minutes, can you sum it up how you make it all work? here at sales gravy <laughs> um, I pray a lot and <laughs> how do I make it all work uh, it is pure luck most of the time I am just um, it's like a duck on water and underneath it's like this you know just paddling away as fast as I can and uh, hurting all the cats um, uh, making sure operational wise everybody has their mics everybody has their cameras everybody has whatever it is that they need to do the job so you're definitely i don't i hope this is not wrong to say but you're like you're like the mom here for us a little bit could be could be yes because i'm i'm praising people i'm paying for everything um, sometimes I'm driving people around and, uh, and then I'm also reprimanding people yes. on a daily, sometimes hourly basis. Yeah. I, I may have been <laughs> reprimanded once or twice. Sounds um, like a mom to me. Yeah. She's, you're also a good Jeb whisperer. Um, I try to be, <laughs> I do my very best. And, you know, I got a lot of years under my belt for that. So, uh, that's how it works. <laughs> So I've uh, learned a lot of lessons along the way. And yeah, I could be a Jeb Whisperer. There's a lot that we could dive into that. We're not going to make it all about that because I really want to dive into how you got to this place in your career because I know a little bit about your background. But you and Jeb are very different and you have to work closely together to run an organization like this. And CFO's got to be tough. And then you got a guy like Jeb. And that is like, there's so much difference there. And do you think that helps that there's such a difference? I think so. I think we're a good balance with each other, for each other. Um, and it, we couldn't have done it if we hadn't been together as long as we have. And I mean, 
time. <laughs> so, um, I, but I believe that fundamentally we are on the same page. Mm-hmm. So our goals are the same. It's just how we get there that is sometimes different, a different track. <laughs> so, so he's on the fast track of, you know, he just thinks so fast and, and, you know, has his vision and, you know, that's wonderful because he is brilliant in the way that he thinks forward and knows what he wants to get to. Me, on the other hand, I'm a typical <laughs> CFO type B personality, whereas he's a type A. And um, I am very methodical in the way I go about everything. So I think about it, think about it, sometimes overthink about it. Um, but it works well because I slow him down just enough and he speeds me up just enough so that we end up getting to the right place about the right time, about when it's supposed to happen. <laughs> so um, so that's really kind of how it works in that, you know, even though we're different, we have the same goal. It's just a matter of how we get there. Mm-hmm. And and that's a really good point for our listeners that it if it was two individuals just like Jeb, it might be too much power in one place. And if it was two people just like Carrie, it might be a little bit not enough energy. So when you're looking for someone to partner with in business, it's important to find that balance of somebody who brings you up or brings you down where you need it. So it's a yeah. really good yin-yang balance. Exactly. Exactly. I think that's, you know, exactly how I would explain it in that, yes, everything that we do is like that. And um, and it just works. Uh, and as far as, you know, being a whisperer, you know, so when he gets overexcited, <laughs> a little too much power. No, that never happens. <laughs> then I come, I swoop in and go, wait a minute, let's put the brakes on this and talk about it and think about it. And, and, uh, and because he has to live with me, um, you know, being a typically passive aggressive <laughs> kind of person, you know, who will threaten to, you know, uh, maybe poison the, the, the beans or something. <laughs> he, uh, you know, he capitulates. <laughs> okay. Yes, he'll, he'll listen to poison the beans. <laughs> I'll just be, I'll remember that poison the beans. Oh my God. That should be the name of the episode. What do you think, Carrie, is the biggest change that you have seen in the sales gravy business from the very early days to fast forward right now? Oh, the biggest change. Well, we have a lot more people working for us and with us now. That would be a huge change. But maybe what it is is that that what I think is amazing is that it started off as a job board. Mm-hmm. way, way back in 2006. And um, it was just a website that Jeb was, you know, he built it. I don't say just, I mean, that was a huge thing for him to learn. Um, but he built it starting in 2006, just free on free time. And um, it became, it was, he decided he would have a job board to help salespeople find jobs. And so it went from that and several years being a job board slash kind of marketing advertising type business to a full-on sales consulting, sales training, a whole different animal 
So <laughs> I think that is the biggest change is that, you know, what we evolved into and now we, you know, employ so many people mm-hmm. to help us and, um, and to make this business go. So I think that would be the biggest is that we started off one thing and became something completely different in the end. And here's some words from our sponsor, Jeb Blunt at Sales Gravy. Hi, this is Jeb Blunt. There's a reason why thousands of sales professionals and top companies across the globe hone their sales skills at Sales Gravy University. You see, Sales Gravy University is different than most learning platforms. First, we have live courses taught in a virtual classroom by our master trainers that start almost every single day. And our e-learning platform is populated with hundreds of hours of sales training content produced by some of the top sales trainers in the world, including Gina's spontaneous selling course, which is worth checking out. Now, I've got some good news. If you've never taken a course on Sales Gravy University, if you're a new user, you can take your very first course for free. That's any course on the platform, absolutely free. Just go to learn.salesgravy.com. That's learn.salesgravy.com or click the e-learning tab in the top menu at salesgravy.com. Pick out your course. And when you check out, use coupon code free course to get that course for free. That is free course to get your very first course for free. Speaking of Sales Gravy University, go check out salesgravy.university and see some of the courses that I'm teaching. Just scroll through the university and click on them and you will find me and sign up. I'd love to have you there. I think that goes back to you've we've I think we all feel this way. Like Jeb is is brilliant and innovative and progressive and he sees things and he takes it and he runs with it. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of energy. In, in a personality, we can relate. We're, Rachel and I are a little bit similar to that. Someone's got to contain that energy or pull it in or rein it in. Is that and, you? <laughs> <laughs> or is that me? I mean, you and I both need people who can handle yeah, us. We need someone else to do that. Yeah, like we even like we've had assessments done on us and literally we're told that our personalities are so like we shouldn't be we shouldn't share an office. Wow. So we don't. It's so we like, don't. You know, when you put the the live wires together is what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can see that. Yeah. We were just told, like, don't share an office together because the personalities are too similar. So you have to know that you have to have that balance person and you're that person who brings the balance. And, you know, in this show, we talk a lot about blending our lives as business women. Like we have the personal piece and we have the business piece and we're trying to make it all work together and at the end of the day you got to go home with the person that you work with it only makes it that much more let's say interesting mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. and you've done it for quite some time now but before you were at sales gravy you've got a little bit of a psychology background yes yes you could say that so i have a master's in mental health counseling mm-hmm I wanted to go into the psychology yeah. field, but where we lived at the time when I got my master's degree, they didn't. There was it wasn't. There wasn't a program nearby, and I was raising a small child, and so anyway, I went into the mental health counseling tract, um, and it helped a lot <laughs> because um, in the early years, you know, with Jeb and I being such different personalities, there was a lot of conflict as you can imagine, and being young. 
and then having a child thrown into the mix, there was a lot of headbutting going on, a lot of, uh, you know, conflict. And um, but then I got into this program, started to study, you know, uh, personalities and and um, you know, uh, doing those assessment tests, mm-hmm. you know, and so it helped me figure out who I am and how I work, mm-hmm. and I was able to identify him and how he works, and um, boy, that just made a huge difference And that I went, oh, bingo, the light went on, and I said, okay, I need to handle this differently. Instead of fighting all the time, mm-hmm. maybe I can make some changes in my own behaviors that will help him alter his behaviors. And it worked. It was a miracle. <laughs> so, so, you know, it was it was amazing. And so that, I do believe, is the reason that we were able to just, after that point, work so well together. I think that is so key because we often, in our relationships, whether it's business or personal, we're trying to change others mm-hmm. when really we, if we focus on changing and, and managing our own emotions and yes. personalities, then everything seems to get a little bit smoother. Even if the other person doesn't make the changes, yep. you can at least manage or navigate. So so what I'm hearing you saying is that for my next marriage, I should either have a degree in mental health <laughs> or... <laughs> Not necessarily. Or, or, so, Warners, you can take a second to rewind that about two minutes and go back to what Carrie started saying, which is really, it's in any type of partnership, whether it's personal or business, you really can't control what the other person does or says or how they are. You can control somewhat what you do. You can control what comes out of your mouth and how you respond to situations rather than react. And what Carrie is so eloquently saying is, just work on yourself a little and it makes your other relationships better, especially your closest relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because there are things, I mean, I know that I was contributing to the problem by, I'm Hispanic. So, you know. I wanted to go there. I'm so happy you opened the door. <laughs> I'm Hispanic. So, you know, of course I have a fiery, even though I'm even keeled most of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, there comes a point where I've had enough Mm. and then, you know, I just blow up and and start, you know, hollering and whatever. And that does not make make it better. (laughs) Hollering, uh, hollering, hollering up and down. Yeah, holla, holla. Um, Yeah, I relate as an Italian. I can be and then mm, and then Mount Vesuvius. I don't really actually know what my background is in terms of my origin, but I never blow up. No, you're an I'm angel. I'm calm and even you, keel mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. You are an angel. angel. <laughs> right. That she, is a joke. Go see Axes and Exes. Our episode calls Axes and Exes. <laughs> that was a good episode. Throwing axes at our exes. No, going axe throwing. And we talked about our exes. How did, because you said it's been a long time that you've been with Cheb. How old were you when you guys met? When we met, yeah. Oh boy, this is gonna sound like. Oh, is this one of hillbilly? Weren't you the? Were you the girl in high school that he talks about? Is that a different girl? Oh snap! I know you didn't just bring that up. (laughs) Let's start over, (laughs) Carrie. Why don't you tell us how you and Jeb met? (laughs) Well, I was (laughs) fourteen. 
okay. <laughs> he, was, he was 16. Mm-hmm. And um, it was high school, of course. And, uh, you know, we dated uh, sort of. I, I really wasn't allowed to go out on a date. Um, so anyway, we talked <laughs> for like two weeks. And then I said, nah. <laughs> He won't like that. I the first that. rejection. <laughs> I said, nah. So I moved on, you know, and then. Um, Wait a second. Really... Why did you say no? I don't... Did no. he not have a car? He did. Oh, he had he a car. Did. He had a car. Um, I just, you know, I just thought he was maybe a little too. Um... Intense. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, he even was, then, even then, he was very intense and very, um, I don't know, there was just something about it that I, the whole situation, I said, nah, and I, you know, I was only 14. So, you know. yeah, so um, I didn't really talk to him much until I was a senior and he was off at college and he came home for a football game and um, he saw me and uh <laughs> I was with my girlfriend, and um, anyway, he came up and he asked me to go to a Georgia football game with him, and I said, well, okay. (laughs) (laughs) What changed your mind over time? Um, Well, you know, I was older at that point, and, um, you know, I wasn't dating anybody, and he was older, and I said, well, I'll give it another shot. Do you have a better car by then? Uh, yeah, a little bit better, <laughs> a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. And he was in college. Yeah, he was. Cool. A, yeah, he's a college. Know. I'm yeah. dating a college guy. Yeah, he was a little cuter. And so I we're said, saying okay. timing is important. It is very important, very important. So that was. Then we, we dated about a year, almost my entire senior uh, senior year of high school, and then um and then I went to college, and he was also at college, and um. I said, mm, no. <laughs> so I was that girl, you know, and I went, no, you know, I got things to, to see. Oh and so um, so then it was another five years before no. we got back together. And we, neither one of us had finished because I worked my way through college. And um, so I would take us, you know, uh, back then it was quarters. I would take a quarter off or so. And, um, and then... Uh, I didn't finish. It took me a seven. It was on the seven-year plan. <laughs> so Jeb was also apparently on a five-year plan or something. And anyway, we ended up back at the same college finishing up. And we saw each other in a hallway and lightning struck. And after that, we, we got married a year later. And they say lightning never strikes three times, I think. <laughs> in the same place or yeah. something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it did for us. Well, there it was always there. It was always there, and it was just timing. So it was just little, 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 and then it led up to the big, you know, once I'd had enough life experience, I thought at the time, I said, all right, it's time now. So What a cool story. You made, him, you made him work for it. I did, and I think that's why he loves me so much. And he pursued <laughs> it. That is like, you know, it's, it's like in sales. Sometimes it feels like the deal is taking forever. Mm-hmm. And then if it gets If you really, there. really want that client or you really want to reach that goal just keep chipping away at it because you might just finally get that person to see it your way 
Right. So he considers it the the best sales job he ever did. The best. Well, the for sure, it was the longest. Sales. It was the longest sales cycle ever. <laughs> right. That's a long sales it cycle was. to to get you. It was. There, there we well, go. Thank goodness he did, because it seems like this operation runs like a well-oiled machine. And I think <laughs> you might have something to do with that. Maybe a little, just a little. Yeah. I write the checks. That's important. That's really important. I'm going to stop by and see you later today to okay. maybe get a check for something. I don't know what. I've got nothing coming to me right now, but I might ask you. You can try. Uh, I could. Um, real fast before we let you go, because we know you're busy, you, you you transitioned from mental health care to CFO. Yes. <laughs> how, how you know. How, little by little. I, I mean, it's a big deal, especially for women in leadership and women in business in general to go to that level into the C-suite. Um, how did you, how did you make that transition happen? Well, I call myself the accidental CFO because <laughs> I started off just helping Jeb in the beginning um, about 2009 with, you know, he was overwhelmed with, you know, trying to invoice customers uh, to, you know, do take phone calls. So I just started helping and I was just, it was an in-between thing for me because we'd moved here from Florida and my license didn't transfer to, to practice mm-hmm. um, mental health counseling. So I just started helping him and then more and more and more. And I decided I didn't want to go back to counseling and the business was important enough. He needed help. And I said, okay. So it just was, it was just incremental. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, I'm handling all the books, everything. It just grew into that. And uh, so now that's what I do is I just handle all the financial operations, everything dealing with operations side of the business. And but you it, do it. He doesn't like it. So I do it. You do it so well. <laughs> You're so fitted for it. One last question we have before we let you go. And this is our um, one of our signature questions. Carrie, how would you define the word sexy? Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Somehow in the podcast, I haven't, I don't, didn't remember that question. <laughs> How would I define the word sexy? I would say, wow, intelligence, poise, um, kindness, forgiveness. Mm. Um, oh, I was wondering if, you know, you're describing Jeb clearly and forgiveness <laughs> is good, right? Do you know that's good? Forgiveness. Thanks for that one. Yeah. Everything else I think nails the man we think that you think that is the sexiest, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Thank you so much for being here with us today. I know we kind of pulled you in to the show, so we really appreciate you being here. Well, thank you for having me on. I enjoyed it. Ladies. You're so welcome. That's it for this episode of The Women Your Mother Warned You About, sponsored by Sales Gravy. Hey, you might need just a little extra oomph in your sales. Go check out Sales Gravy University, um, salesgravy.university. Go check that out. I'm Gina Tremarco signing off. Thank you, Warners. Everything else you need to know, you can find at womenyourmotherwarnedyouabout.com. Bye, Warners. This really will get serious soon. Yeah, don't, it it doesn't have to. I don't think anybody wants it to be serious. Poison the beans. (laughs)